Could be good. Could be real bad. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome everyone to our weekly discussion podcast. I'm Pastor Kyle. And I am Pastor Holly. We want to welcome you this week as we start a brand new uh, sermon series at Crossview. Yeah, this is exciting. I like it's It's fun to start a new series and begin something new. I agree. I love it. And I'm, I'm really excited about this series that we're going to do. We're going to spend the next few weeks uh, looking at the book of Galatians. It was such a good one. Such yeah. a good one. And it's always, it's, uh, it, it's one that has some controversy in it, mm-hmm. uh, but is um, also encouraging and uh, hope-filled. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to not only our discussions, but our our weekly messages and everything that goes along with it. Yeah, it'll be good. It's a, it's a little edgy. Like yeah. I feel like Galatians is a little bit. It's it's very human, and you get a little bit of Paul's like, "Come on, guys, I know. in there." He he uh, almost like even from the first chapter. I mean, we're okay. We're just diving in. Here we go. Yeah, sure. Ready, Jump everybody? Right Here we yeah. go. Uh, I mean, he almost gets a little defensive, yeah. like right from verse one. He does, yeah. And we say in the message that, or in the weekly teaching that. Have you ever seen those movies that don't start slow? Oh, yeah, yeah. They just start with a bang, like yes. maybe even an explosion. Or sometimes I've noticed, you know, they'll have the, whether it's like Disney or MGM or whatever, that logo that kind of happens at the beginning yeah. of the movies. Sometimes the music is super tense right oh, there. Oh, yeah, right at the very beginning. Right and you're, beginning. you're just immediately drawn in and yeah. also totally on the edge of your seat. Although yeah. You don't know why. I love it. It's like, bam, something happens. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. This is fun. You know, I love that kind of stuff. It's so good. It is good. And not to be too hyperbolic, but Galatians is kind of like that. Galatians in a, you know, maybe less explosive kind of way. Right. But uh, but yeah, it kind of jumps right in in this um, defensive kind of in your face kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, so I'll just read uh, chapter one, verse one, and then... We'll talk about the heart of Galatians. So today we're kind of just going to intro things a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we want to understand a little bit of the context, a little bit of the problem. Yeah, we'll get into more specifics as we go. And hopefully this is a really informative and fun and helpful discussion for <laughs> those of you who are listening. I always like some context before I dive into anything yeah. in scripture. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. So chapter one, verse one says, this letter is from Paul, an apostle. Mm-hmm. I was not appointed by any group of people or any human authority, but by Jesus Christ himself and by God the Father who raised Jesus from the dead. Well, bam. <laughs> <laughs> bam. Explosion. Pretty good credentials right there. Super yeah. intense music. <laughs> uh, Some people like introduce themselves or right. are introduced, and then there's like the string of letters after their name. <laughs> yes, you know? right. Paul's just like, I was sent by God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, not even like, hey, how you doing? My name's Kyle. You yeah. know, it's like, I'm Paul. I was sent by the Lord himself. <laughs> Kind of like a Blues Brothers yeah. <laughs> uh, jam to it, you know? I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like maybe someone should talk to Paul about ways that'll help people really begin to listen, you yeah. know? <laughs> Just ease them in, Paul. <laughs> hey, I'm Paul. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> nope, some that's not Really Paul. cool stuff to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the I think, you know, some of the fun, the heart of Galatians is uh, is about... And, and this is kind of fun, Pastor Holly, because we were talking about this a bit earlier today, and we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, we talked about our discipleship pathway, the last two steps of our discipleship pathway. Right. And it wasn't last week, but the week before, we talked about connecting with each other, right. with connecting with others. Yeah. 
And in that discussion, which you can go see on our website if you'd like uh, from our Sunday morning, we talked about the idea that we need to understand ourselves as a people. Yeah. Not just as a bunch of individuals that are following the Lord, but as a people. And we see that happen throughout Scripture. From the very beginning of the Old Testament, God identifies a people and begins this ongoing um, relationship through this through this idea of covenant or this you know dedicated relationship, and it gets more and more personal and specific as you move from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Yeah, yeah, it does, and that that's absolutely our understanding as well, and that's our relationship with God is this community of people, not a grouping of individuals, right. but just as one, yes, living and breathing and worshiping as one, as one, yeah. and that is super key to understanding the 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 big picture of the book of Galatians. Yes, yeah. Essentially, I think the heart, a part of the heart of Galatians as we just beginning here is to understand that we are, um, N.T. Wright calls it the Messiah people, mm. right? Oh, that, I like that, That yeah. we are being formed in and through Jesus as a people, not just as individuals, but as a community of Jesus followers. Yeah. Um, but that we, I mean, we are individual members, but we're also a community and, uh, we're formed into unity, uh, through Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And even as you said, you know, we are individuals, even as individuals, I think our, our purpose and role is to, um, to, to encourage and build up, uh, one another. So even as individuals, we are to be just inseparably, uh, connected to each other. So in that community, even in that way. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, in so many other places, Paul will talk about the forming of uh, the different... He gives different kind of metaphors and word pictures, Mm -hmm. uh, a body that has many different parts that is just one body, or uh, we're uh, part of a a larger temple, each having its place, you know, those kinds of things. So um, it's really... This is part of the heart of the of Galatians yeah. as a book. And, and that kind of embodiment, it takes work. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, you, you, we see in the book of Galatians here that there is a difficulty in the human relationship part of it, right? Yeah. There's expectations that aren't met and right. people have different viewpoints on things. Does that sound familiar? It's a little familiar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think that's an isolated ancient phenomenon, right? right? right exactly. That's, Paul could be speaking to us today. He could be speaking yeah. to us today. And that's maybe one of the reasons why, you know, it's so important to get into this book yeah. here and now is because there's so much about what it means to be unified in Jesus. Right. Um, shaped by him, formed by him as individuals, but also as a community. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really important that we hear this. Yeah. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, how this, uh, we, you know, we were talking about this Messiah people being formed into unity and how that, maybe this is where we get into trouble actually, is how, you know, sometimes that can be seen as as formed into um sameness, yes. right? Into all being the same. That's not unity, as you pointed out earlier. So that's conformity. Yeah. And that's not what we're mm-hmm. called to. And I, I wonder if, you know, in this, when, when Paul wrote this letter, when he's speaking to uh, to the, the Galatian church, if, um, if that's what they were encountering as well, maybe some confusion about what unity really means yeah. uh, versus this idea of conforming into the likeness of one another. Right. What does it mean to be made into the likeness of Jesus mm-hmm. as one rather than into the likeness of one another? So good. Yeah? Yes, absolutely. And that's really good. That takes us into, let's let's talk about the problem of Galatians yeah. a little bit, because 
I mean, this, like we said, the book starts off um, just really quickly. Um, it escalates right away. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but we want to understand the problem. And so we've talked before, I think back in our, um, we talked back in our Unsettled series when we were talking about Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And in other teachings, we've talked, we've mentioned a couple of times of this particular relationship that the Jewish people had with the Roman government that allowed the Jewish people to uh, worship their God, uh, where others weren't allowed to do that. Right. And so I know maybe this is something you know, but it's really important to understand as we get into the context of Galatians. So back in the ancient Roman world, uh, when this was being written, idols were everywhere in the culture. um, And... Worshiping these idols wasn't an option. Like it, spiritual life didn't work back then, like it does today, where we have choice. Right. We get to choose whether or not we want to. Right. Um, worship and the worship of idols was compulsory, um, and it was one of the ways that the Roman government essentially controlled their people over yeah. a massive uh, geographical region. Right, so re- religion and uh, and worship was tied right into the state as everything yes. was in ancient Rome. Yes. Uh, this is a foreign idea for us because we don't have any sort of compulsory worship in the modern Western world. Right, yeah. yeah. So uh, in, in this world, there's no escape. It was everywhere. Uh, there was daily acknowledgement of it, even their routines, weekly routines, monthly routines, annual routines, festivals, you know, everything was kind of... Um, you know, scheduled and joined in um, around this worshiping of idols. And so the twist comes uh, in that the the Jewish people were exempt from all of that. Yeah, because a tremendous privilege for them. Yeah, a tremendous privilege. And part of it was because of their history, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, and and what's fascinating is Jewish communities actually made up uh, a lot um, of the population of a number of Roman cities. Yeah. Um, and so that's important to realize too, because in part the Romans did not, we talked about this before also, I think around Easter time, but the Romans did not want riots on their hands right? and rebellions on their hands, yeah. especially in these cities where there's tons of Jewish people yeah, and they have a history of, re- of revolting. They do. And of even winning with yeah. a, with a, a smaller or weaker force of people that's still right. overcoming yeah. their, uh, their oppressors or their. Uh, ruling government. So. Yeah. I mean, this takes us right back to the Exodus story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so it's really important to know that. Um, so the reasons for the Roman government to allow Jewish people to kind of practice their own religion here is a very practical. <laughs> they didn't want, you know, they didn't want the uh, the fight. They didn't want a rebellion. Right. Um, they knew that the Jewish people would rather die than worship any other so-called gods because mm-hmm. the Jewish people were monotheistic. They believed in the one, one God. So Rome essentially struck a deal that the Jewish people would uh, pray to their own God. But but in part of this was that they would pray for Rome and for right. its emperor. Yeah, so Rome's really leveraging here yeah. because they knew that by if, if they uh, really pushed this issue and made the Jewish people worship all of their gods, all of the idols, uh, they were going to have maybe a war, at least a riot on their hands, Mm -hmm. inevitably. But also they could leverage it and say, okay, well, you pray to your God, make sure you pray for us. Yep. Yeah? And the emperor. And the emperor. To stay in power. Right. Yeah. Right. So nothing untoward in your prayers here. Don't you be praying for freedom. (laughs) You need to pray for 
us. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. So all of this works out as long as the Jewish people stick to the rules. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, okay. So you have the Roman expectation. You do your thing. As long as you pray for us and the emperor, you will be all good. And then right. the Jewish people have their expectations in order to be considered Jewish. You've got to do these things. You've got to be, you've got to live your life like this. You've got to follow the Mosaic law yeah. um, to the letter, mm-hmm. you know, and we have all of these uh, expectations about what that looks like. And so along comes Jesus right. and you have people beginning to listen to Jesus's message. And, you know, as far as the Romans were concerned, Jesus was Jewish. Yeah. Um, as far as the Jewish people were concerned, especially the leaders he was also Jewish, but mm-hmm. like causing problems. Right. So you have people beginning to convert to, you know, it wasn't really called Christianity at that on on not in those yet. days, yeah. not yet. But essentially, for the sake of this conversation, we'll say they are converting to Christianity, right. believing in Jesus. Right. Um, and so there's this question that's beginning to happen: Are these people who have been, you know, Jewish at the beginning of this? It was all Jewish people converting right. to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Are they still covered under the umbrella of Judaism? In relationship to the Romans. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it probably depends on who they're asking and, right. and who's making the rules. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So essentially to be a Jewish follower um, was to claim kind of a new version of the standard Jewish exemption clause. Mm-hmm. Right? And so yeah. it's kind of this other community that's beginning to form. Uh, and at first, it was pretty clear that they're under that Jewish exemption clause. Yeah. But then it just begins to be more problematic as Jesus makes bigger waves and as more and more people begin to convert to Christianity. Yes. And so you you have some fear happening for, you know, the Jewish religious leaders. Right. Are we going to lose this this agreement? Are we going to lose this privilege with the the Roman Empire to uh to worship only our God, right? Are they going to pull that because now we've got all these people trying to join this, but they're not showing themselves to uh, to to be Jewish? Yeah, that's yeah. right. And and so you've got people like Paul going yeah. around to these cities, converting people to Christianity right. and believing in Jesus. And so there's that there's just that level that movement from Ju- Judaism to Christianity or or belief in Jesus as the Messiah. Right. That is like the first level and layer of difficulty yeah. that under that that's the foundation of Galatians. Right. Um, and so you have people who are committed Jewish people trying to essentially re-Judaize those right. Jewish people who've com- converted to Christianity. Hopefully yeah. you're following this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by re-Judaize, you mean, yeah. uh, which I think, I don't know if you just did you just make up yeah, that pr- word? Maybe That's yes. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no. But to to uh, to to convince them to draw them back into to Jewish practices, yes, of, Jewish practices. of religion yeah. of 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 Sabbath keeping, yeah. uh, of circumcision, yeah. of uh, these different uh, practices that have um, that identified the people yes, of that identified exactly of the Jewish people. You know, and and from Abraham on, right? right? Because things you did. Right. How will they know right. that we're Jewish, that you're Jewish, if you don't do these things? Right. Yeah. And so there's this, there's this, you know, influence that's coming from those people who who have begun to believe in Jesus. And that's 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 hard. There, I mean, they're in a difficult situation because yeah. they're a minority, and the voices that they're, I mean, they're going against everything they've ever known and learned oh, yeah. and believed, and so you have significant um, pressure on them. Right. And then here's the other level and layer. You have Paul essentially saying, okay. You know, the door is open. Welcome to, we, we want you to believe right. in Jesus. Right. So Jewish people believe in Jesus. 
And if you're not Jewish, if you're a Gentile, you also are welcome. Right. You can believe in Jesus. Yeah. Come on in. The door is open. Wow. And remember, uh, you still you have the this Christian movement essentially being coming under the the Jewish um, um, you know umbrella right. culturally. And so then the second layer and the second level of problem is um, Jewish people saying, "Wait a minute, you're inviting non-Jewish people into who we are, yeah. our belief system, right?" Uh, and that's going to be a problem with us, and it's going to be a problem from Rome to us. You're inviting people who are not ethnically Jewish right. into our uh, umbrella of protection. Right, into our, our agreement. Yeah. I mean, essentially, if you look at it from a, a, a historical, a sociological perspective, Christianity started as a sect of Judaism, yes. really. And, um, you know, of course, it's grown and changed from that. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. Here we are inviting people into this agreement with Rome, uh, but they don't fit the criteria. Yeah. Not only do they fit, and that's just the beginning level. They don't fit the ethnic criteria. Right. But then the third level and layer of all of this is Paul is saying, whether you're Jewish or Gentile, you're welcome. And because of the freedom that we experience in Christ, you do not have to participate in any of the marks of Judaism. Wow. You're free from that. Yeah. Yeah, That's a because huge, they are marks of Judaism, not marks of of being followers of Jesus. Of, of followers in Jesus. Yeah. And that's one of the central points that yeah. Paul is going to make in the book of Galatians. And that causes a major problem. And so that's from the beginning, this is what's happening. You're allowing non, non-Jewish people, Gentiles, to essentially pretend to be Jews yeah. while not keeping the Torah law. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Can you even imagine what this felt like for the Jewish people? They had been... Uh, practicing these 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 religious practices, these laws for thousands of yeah, years. This right. is mosaic law mm-hmm. that we're talking about here. So it, their entire history as a as a, a people, uh, or virtually their entire history, all focused on these laws and following them. And now here's this group coming in, or these people coming in, saying, "Actually, you don't have to do any of that." Right. I mean. We know, we can imagine what it's like in our context, right? Like if there's, say someone marries into a family, Uh there's a new in-law, and all of a sudden they're bringing new traditions around the holidays, and they're bringing, uh, you know, a a new pie to Thanksgiving. (laughs) What happened to- I can't believe it. We can't do that, right? That's just not okay. And it sends the family into turmoil, and we're like, I don't know if this one's going to, I don't know if he's going to work. He's brought (laughs) brought a pecan pie, and we only eat apple. Rhubarb. Oh, yeah. See, it's just, you've got to vet these people better than that. So- we, I think we could understand when people come in and they and there's upheaval with our traditions that we hold so dear. This is way beyond yeah. a, a dearly held tradition. This is their absolute core of of Jewish identity and 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 who they are. And now, um, now here's Jesus who has changed and unsettled everything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's both, so it's really important to understand the tension like you just so well described about what's happening, but it's also under, it's also so important to understand what Jesus is doing yes. in this. Um, and this this is the central point of week one for us. We we really want to, even, even though chapter one, uh, you know, Paul begins to defend himself and says, you know, I am sent by God. I'm not just some random dude. Yeah. Um, you know, think about it. Paul, Paul did not have an encounter with with a a nomadic, you know, handyman, uh, 
rabbi. Right. That's not who he had the encounter with, right? Right. right. Paul had a powerful encounter with the the risen Lord Jesus Christ speaking to him and calling his name. Directly. Directly. That's... That's who, what Paul, who Paul encountered. It was Saul, and then changed. I mean, literally right. changed so much about who he was, his name, his perspective, and everything. This is who is sent him to communicate the gospel of the good news. And so Paul is wanting people to understand that I'm yeah. literally sent by God Himself, the risen Jesus Christ. Right. He's not speaking on his own authority. He's not speaking on his own authority. So it's important to know that. And. Paul is saying this is good news. This is yes. the good news of freedom. So freedom is another major theme in the book of Galatians. Yeah. And the freedom that Jesus brings um, is that we that you know that we are rescued from things that enslave us by a God of unimaginable grace and yes. unconditional love. Wow. And so it's fascinating. That's our central kind of emphasis for this week one here. Yeah. And if we begin just to unravel and dive into the context here, we can we can see all the layers of the things that might be enslaving, yes, <laughs> and uh, tying people down uh, to say if you're going to come to God, it has to be through all of these right. filters, ru- rules, and regulations, right. all of these things. And and Paul's saying no, the invitation is open, yeah. Jew, Gentile. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And yeah. the change, the mark is a is a changed heart. We're getting ahead of ourselves in our weeks a little bit, but it's good. It's a, a little taste of things to come yeah. here because Galatians is just so rich. And yeah, I do. I think that this uh, it we have these freedoms from you know all these things that we're talking about here from this uh, this law, this rule keeping, these uh, all of these things that that marked. Uh, people as as the people of God before are not necessary, and that's a freedom that Jesus gave us. We don't have to go through all these things to get to Him or to have relationship with Him. But the other thing I notice here is that we also, uh, and maybe this is um, the the tension here, is that we also need to be able to let go of those things that may be uh, keeping us from relationship that are. Um, that we might see as comforts or as safety, mm, right? Mm. So the the Jewish people here are are maybe holding on to the safety of the political agreement yeah. that they have with their their uh, ruling government, mm-hmm. um, and they had to be able to let go of that in order to enter into the fullness of what Jesus was offering yeah. them. So there's there's freedom from what enslaves us, and that is Jesus setting us free from those things. And then also, we have to let go of our grip on them as well. Yeah, it's really, really, really yeah. good. That's really good. And, and we'll talk about this more in the weeks to come. You know, I think we're not only saved from something, but we're, for, we're saved to something That's right. uh, in yeah. Jesus. And uh, that the freedom that Jesus offers us is like nothing else that, that we can experience. Yeah. And so... Well, Pastor Holly, we're just literally scratching the surface on all of this stuff. I, I mean, there's so yeah. much, even to the context here, that we're, I mean, we're just barely getting into it. So uh, I hope that we can just continue. We'll continue this conversation in the weeks to come, yeah, and uh, it'll be a really fun discussion. So all right. um, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Uh, <laughs> bye. Bye.